G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our final review <laughs> and rank episode of Eurovision 2022. It's been a journey, but what a way to finish it on, Michael, because we are talking about one of Australia's best friends in Eurovision Sweden. Yeah, I don't think you could finish on a better nation than Sweden when it comes to the Eurovision Song Contest, which leads us into their form, Dale, because what can we say about Sweden, apart from the fact that it has been the most successful nation in the last decade? Not only have they qualified for every grand final since 2011, of those last 10 qualifiers, two have won the contest in 2012 with Loreen and that little-known bop, Euphoria. <laughs> and then, of course, again in 2015 with Mons Zemelor and Heroes. Another six have finished in the top five. Wow. I know. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? In Rotterdam, Tusa and his song Voices finished in 14th place, the equal lowest the nation has finished in the last decade. Yeah, I think at the time we were like, oh no, Sweden's come 14th, how terrible. Yeah. Countries would kill for 14th. Absolutely, <laughs> they would. I mean, we are talking about one of the real powerhouses of the competition here. Yes, well, who do they have to keep this wonderful rain that they've got at the moment going? Well, this year we have Cornelia Jacobs and Hold Me Closer. Well, Cornelia Jacobs is a 30-year-old Swedish singer-songwriter and the daughter of Jacob Samuel, lead singer of the glam metal band The Poodles. <laughs> Don't you love that? I'm not really for glam metal. Yeah. The Poodles. Okay, well, look, um, after an unsuccessful Swedish Idol audition at the age of 16, Cornelia was one of five young women to win a place in the girl group Love Generation in 2010. The group uh, in 2011 went and competed at Melody Festivalen with Dance Alone meeting Andra Hansen. They returned in 2012 as a trio. They started with five. In 2011, there were four. And then by 2012, there were three. Oh um, with a song called Just a Little Bit, um, but finished six in the semifinal and were eliminated at that stage. Eventually, Cornelia began to release music as a solo artist in 2018. And her singles did, you know, pretty well, with one of them called Way to the World being a soundtrack for a HBO Nordic series, Bjornstad. Sounds like something I'd like to watch, mm. normally these kind of like stark, scandy series. And also, she co-wrote Ephraim Leo's Melody Festival in 2021 entry, Best of Me, which is a bit robbed, mm. which made Andra Hansen's second round last year. Oh, so she's been around the traps a bit, hasn't she? Yeah, quite a long sort of history there through girl groups, mm. through Melfest, writing, and then obviously performing. Well, we have Cornelia and Homie closer because she won Melody Festival this year. Now, for those who don't know, it's the six-week annual event, which features 28 songs and is used used as the Swedish national final. Holmi Closer won its first heat at Mello and went direct to finale. In the final, she won the international jury vote by 11 points, including 12 from Australia. Well done, Australia. Good stuff. And came second in the public vote, which was enough to take the win by 25 points and earn the ticket to Torino. Well, let's talk about some of the reasons why this won the ticket. Can I start, Michael? You may. 
This does something no Sweetie song at Eurovision has done for many years, and it makes me and others feel something. There is heart in this song. It's not just plastic pop. There's feeling and emotion and heart, and that's amazing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. A little hard on poor old John Ludwig, I thought. I thought his song was very good back in Tel Aviv, but maybe it was just lacking in a little grit, perhaps. I'm going to say here, this is just such a well-crafted pop song. It just drips quality in its composition, and it will resonate with both juries and televoters. That quality also extends to the production as well. I think it's beautifully, beautifully crafted. Yeah, you have this amazing blend of that kind of heartfelt, melancholy kind of lyrics and sound and the song. But it's also combined with this kind of simply sublime Swedish songwriting. Don't say that so many times. Um, but it really does. It matches those two well together, packages something up that feels very authentic and feels very real, which is something people haven't associated with Sweden. Yeah, I'm going to keep going with that one because I think there is a really big degree of relatability to this entry. Obviously, the subject matter is something that a lot of people can relate to, but Cornelia's performance and vocals just give it that right amount of authenticity and grit, which sometimes just helps take the Swedish edge of things. Exactly. And she delivers that vocal so well for the song that this is, that raspiness, um, that grit, and as you say, and it gives an emotion to that vocal it's not a perfect vocal but it's the right vocal for this song and the whole thing that package that emotion the performance of it has a jury appeal particularly mm. written all over it totally agree this hits and it hits hard on first listen it was clear from the first performance at melody festival and that this wasn't just a contender to win mellow this was gonna do pretty well at eurovision if it got the ticket and thankfully we're gonna see it in torino Exactly. I think there were so many international fans for Melfest where there was a big domestic market favorite who won the televote mm -hmm. and which wouldn't have translated for international audiences, I don't think. Everyone could see the potential about how well this could do at Eurovision and how it could set Sweden on the right path, I think, again, because they were starting to go down the other one. The one thing with this as well is this performance, yes, I think there'll probably be some changes, but the staging I love as well because it is so simple and it's all about her connecting down that camera and the way she just kind of rises around on the floor and grabs her hair and looks down that and looks into your soul. She does that so well. And again, that's just very different. That gives that really authentic feel. Yeah, we don't have the bells and the whistles and the treadmills and this and yeah. the amazing lighting and stuff. It's a little more bare bones and it works. Well, I guess we should talk about the cons on this one as well. I'll kick us off. I think the jury success here will determine if it's an actual contender to win, because I think that's the kind of pocket we're in with this entry. Now, sometimes her rough and more raspy vocal could put a few jurors off and maybe chuck a couple of other songs in front of her, and that could be its ultimate downfall. Yeah, I agree. Look, it's a great emotional vocal, but it's not a traditional perfect smooth vocal and that does already put some people off and as you're right because the juries you only need a couple of people to kind of vote her down as you've mentioned in some pods before to suddenly start impacting that jury score now we will probably see an elevated staging from what we saw at melody festival but i suspect the concept will pretty much remain the same hopefully we can do something about that screen or whatever i'm not a massive fan of that one 
So if other songs here do have more impactful staging, she could again find herself perhaps just sliding down the rankings and even tally voters sort of preference just on overall impression and impact. Yeah, God, we're copying each other's answers here almost. <laughs> but I do want to touch on that staging. Traditionally, Melfest performances don't change much to go there. And I am worried about this because it comes off a little bit like photographer at their own studio <laughs> um, who's on a, waiting to go on a night out and is a bit angry and emotional. Mm. And I'm not sure that's much. And green is just not a color that is a winning color. Like, no. I just don't like that color at all. I like it. I think it works. All right. Now, believe it or not, Dale, not everyone loves this song. <laughs> In a year where a lot of other slow and mid-tempo songs are there, there is a chance that that mass support, which has been slipping away from Sweden, just will simply not be there. Particularly if it gets an early spot in the running order for the grand final, the others with the bells and whistles may come along and then all of a sudden we find that weakness in the tally vote coming back to haunt them. Yeah, and I think also it's kind of touching what we spoke about before with the vocal, but I want to talk about it more in a scoring sense because I think we've got here something that has more tally vote appeal than they've had in the past, but you can't take away the jury appeal that's been your bones to get there. A better version of like Australia went with We Got Love for a song that kind of appealed to both Televote and Jury and then didn't kind of work in the end. Mm. This is something again where I think there's appeal both sides, but maybe you might not get that massive jury score that always gets you those great results. And maybe kind of what you're saying there, I think it might just end up being a little bit lower in each one and maybe not get the potential win we think it could. Hmm. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I still think the jury appeal here is very, very strong. Oh, I do. I'm just trying to find some drawbacks. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Last one. Um, for me, it's just about Sweden still. We've been kind of trying to work out why the points have been sliding. We kind of go plastic pop, blah, blah, blah. Maybe people just don't want Sweden to win anymore. Maybe they're just, it's a feeling like, no, 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 we're done with that Swedish thing. That's it. And maybe that will play in people's minds because things as fickle as that do affect voting. Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just us that have opinions on these songs. It's also the Aussie Vision team. And what has the team thought about our good friends in Sweden's uh, entry this year? Well, yes, Australia does love Sweden. And the Aussie Vision team have ranked all the songs from first to last. And if you've been following, you might have worked it out by now. They voted in first place. It's the winner of the team. I'm not surprised at all. And to be honest, I think it quite deserves it as well. So good stuff. Excellent. So what's the range like? How many first places do we get? So, well, the range is first to 23rd. Someone gave this 23rd. We'll have them found. I know who it is as well. It had six first places from the votes that I know anyway. Out of the 17, 13 top fives. So only four people had it outside the top 10. Wow. That's big. Oh, outside the top five, actually. It's basically you were top five or you were kind of in the teens. Well, terrific. That's an excellent, excellent result. So who are we hearing from uh, on this occasion? Well, because it's first place and we had so many winners, we're going a bit out here and we've got three people we're hearing from this time. We're hearing from Cooper, Laura and Hugo. As a passionate lover of everything Sweden delivers to Eurovision, I'll admit it has been a bit of a bumpy road these past few years, but they are truly back on track with Cornelia Jacobs. Hold Me Closer has all the elements that make the Swedish pop music industry so successful worldwide, whilst not being the emotionless plastic pop that Swedish entries usually get labelled. What makes this song for me is that it's raw, the vocals have quirks and imperfections, and Cornelia delivers it with real passion. 
I was fortunate enough to see this entry in person at Melfest and it gave me goosebumps every single time. I honestly could go on about Hold Me Closer for hours, so I'll wrap this up by saying that this song is something special. It could definitely be Sweden's historic seventh victory and I'm also really hoping it will be. Kintsugi is the Japanese art of repairing pottery or crockery by mending the areas of breakage with lacquer, dusted or mixed with powdered gold. Philosophically, it treats breakage and repair as part of the history of an object, rather than something to disguise. Okay, so why am I talking about Japanese pottery and not Sweden's 2022 Eurovision entry? Well, because I believe that Cornelia Jakobs succeeds in achieving the same goals as Kintsugi. Her voice lending the beautiful golden cracks, the history, the richness of the song's story, to what would otherwise be a perfect bowl of a Swedish pop song with immaculate production. The song is perfect in its imperfections. It's perfect because all its cracks are proudly on display and illuminate. The flaws are something to focus on, but they add to the song rather than detracting from it. As a nation, Sweden has made so many perfect bowls of Eurovision songs. It's harder to achieve what Cornelia has done with her entry, and that's what makes it so beautiful. Hold Me Closer is my favourite Eurovision entry of 2022, and I'm going to make a bold prediction and say that it could win the contest this year. I didn't know when the next time I'd be saying this was, but Sweden is my winner of Eurovision 2022. This is such a breath of fresh air from the Swedes. Cornelia is what makes this entry what it is. She absolutely owns that stage. The song itself, it takes all the great elements of Swedish songs. Catchy tune, great production and polished radio pop. But the difference here is the authenticity of Cornelia. She wrote the song herself and it really shows. The lyrics are just poetry and they're delivered with such emotion and there's a certain rawness and rasp when when Cornelia performs which I really love. At the end of the day there's just something magical and special about this song. I've tried to put my finger on it but I still can't quite. It's one of those ones where you either get it or don't and I'm lucky enough to get it. A very special special song and my Eurovision winner this year. Mons and Petra better be dusting themselves off for next year. Well, fantastic comments there from all the contributors. You can really see how much this song has connected with them and they really enjoy those imperfections and the rawness that we're getting out of this entry from Sweden this year. Yeah, all three really talked about that emotion. You know, the analogy Laura uses is a good one. The broken bowl, the Mm. gold to fix it up and the imperfections make it perfect. I think they all had a version of that to say, and I think that's kind of what we've been saying the whole way through this episode too. Yeah, totally. All right, let's wrap and rank on this one, Dale, our final one for the season. Since the moment this started at Heat 1 in Melody Festival, and I just stopped what I was doing and became mesmerized. I absolutely love this song. The melody, the great and emotional lyrics, they really do stick with me. I think Cornelia is the perfect artist for this, as she brings the imperfections that make this whole thing perfect. I think we've previously said the Swedish dynasty was dead. Well, I think we spoke too soon, Dale, because this is Eurovision perfection. Absolute chef's kiss material for me. Welcome back to the top of my ranking, Sweden. Number one. Well, not surprised in the slightest that it's your first place. But it's been, when was the last time? John Ludwig, maybe? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. So, you know, a few years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, from my side, I've got one word to say about that. Perfect. It's just, it, the whole thing is just perfect because it just molds those two things so well together. It's everything I've always loved about Swedish songwriting and pop is that 
they have this amazing way with words for English being, you know, second language. Abba did it, Roxette, Taysa Bass, Cardigans, mm-hmm. you can name everyone. Probably a bit more on the Abba side. But they just always did this fantastic way and their best songs were always the one with some melancholy in it. I love that. I love the rasp that Cornelia brings it. I love the emotion of what it is. It gives me the feels and it gives me the goosebumps. This is an absolute contender for the crown. And there's never a doubt that this is one of my favorites for sure. It's not just one of my favorites. As Vanessa Williams said, save the best for last. And we have, it's my first place easily. Just fantastic. Welcome back to my first place. Italy stole the crown for a couple of years there, but they're dead to me now, and it's all about Sweden again. <laughs> yeah, first from the team, first from us. It, it really is resonating with all of us, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be such an unusual year. You know, we can't ignore the Ukraine thing happening. I think take that out of the equation, I'd be probably predicting a Swedish victory because I think it can have the televote and the jury. Mm-hmm. But... um. You just don't know. And also, there's a few drawbacks that we mentioned that could really change how it could go. Yeah, I definitely think it's a contender. I just worry about the tally vote here. As we've seen, a little weakness with Sweden. Hopefully, this transcends that because it's definitely going to be up there. I'd have this Italy and Ukraine probably fighting for the crown at this stage. Yeah, and I guess we also have to remember that this is the kind of song that we personally absolutely love (laughs) and could be blinded slightly by it as well i'm happy to be blind on this one (laughs) well all the best for sweden over in turin look forward to seeing it live yeah thanks so much for joining us catch you next time take care as always thanks for joining us and thank you for your support you can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.